Love one another. That's a great topic for a sermon, isn't it? I mean, that's the kind of stuff you come to church expecting to hear, right? Love one another. And it is great. But just what that looks like is a whole matter unto itself. And today's text gives us an invitation, if we're willing to take it, to truly understand what loving one another looks like. If we want to, we can just leave this passage right as it is. Have a nice little edifying talk about how love is all you need and how love lifts us up where we belong. Am I getting the song lyrics I'm quoting there? But if we dare, if we're willing, we can go deeper into this text to really grasp a hold to what this love is that Jesus is talking about. And the invitation, if we're willing to take it, is in that first part of that first verse. When he had gone out, Jesus said. It's a simple little invitation that connects us to the preceding story. It invites us to turn the page back and consider just who this he is, where this he was, and where this he has gone. Now the simple guess might be, since it says, when he had gone out, Jesus said, that the he is Jesus, and that Jesus was in one place and now has moved to another place and is now going to tell us something. But the he isn't Jesus. The he is Judas. The place where he was, was with Jesus and the other disciples in the upper room. And the place where he goes out is to go fetch the chief priests and their police to ultimately betray and arrest Jesus. This is the context in which Jesus pauses to teach these 11 remaining disciples in this text, and these disciples gathered here today, what true love looks like. And it looks like what happened in the preceding scene. It's clear that Jesus was aware all throughout this 13th chapter of John's Gospel that he was about to be betrayed. And it's clear that he knows the one who was going to betray him was Judas. And yet, and yet still, on that night, in that room, with those people, Jesus took off his outer garment, knelt down at the feet of Judas, and washed them. Literally prepared the feet that were going to carry Judas from that upper room out to get the police to betray Jesus. The prophet Isaiah says that how beautiful are the feet that bring the good news. And yet, in a shocking twist, 
Jesus washes and makes beautiful the very feet that betray him. But more than just washing his feet, Jesus also instituted a meal, Lord's Supper, communion, something we observe weekly, something that is near and dear to us of the most sacred nature and order for us. And yet to strengthen Judas for his betraying journey, Jesus didn't withhold communion even from Judas that night. So he washed and welcomed, fed and nourished Judas. Think for a moment. If you knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that someone was going to betray you, and that betrayal was going to lead to pain and suffering for you, and quite possibly even death, would you wash that person's feet? Heck no. Heck no. There you go. Would you prepare for him a meal? Nope. I mean, I might undercook it a little bit. <laughs> but probably not going to cook him a meal. And yet, Jesus does. But it doesn't just stop there with Judas. Because also gathered in that room were 11 others. One of those 11 was Peter. And again, just like Jesus knew what Judas was going to do, he also knew that what Peter was going to do. He knew that in a short little while, Peter would deny him not once, not twice, but three times. And yet still, kneels down at the feet of Peter and washes his feet and prepares for him a meal. There's ten remaining, and of those ten remaining, nine are going to become conspicuously absent not long after Jesus is arrested. They're going to abandon Jesus. They're literally going to get on their feet, and they're going to run in the opposite direction as fast as they can. And yet still, Jesus washes their feet and feeds them with a sacred meal. Jesus knows all of this, and yet still he shows them an act of love. And so when Jesus talks in this passage about this new commandment he gives that we are to love one another, this is what he means. He means washing the feet of your enemies, feeding those who would take food from you, doing the unimaginable act of care and love for people who are completely unworthy of it. And that is hard. That's difficult. When I think about this passage, when I think about what Jesus does, I simply cannot imagine why he would do it. Why would he wash the feet of Judas the betrayer? Why would he feed Peter the denier? Why would he show love to the rest who are about to abandon him? And that's when the true depth of this passage grabs a hold of me. I am not Jesus in this story. I'm Judas. 
I have betrayed Jesus. And guess what? So have all of you. I'm Peter. I've denied Jesus. And guess what? So have you. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm Andrew and James and Matthew and all the rest of the disciples who've abandoned Jesus. And we all have at some point or another. And just as Jesus knelt at the feet of his betrayer, his denier, his abandoner, and washed and welcomed them, so he washes and welcomes you. Just as he laid out before them a bountiful feast to nourish and feed them, so he does for you. So no matter what you've done or haven't done, how you've messed up or not done the things that you should be doing, no matter what way you have failed to measure up, Jesus loves you unconditionally, washes and welcomes you, feeds and nourishes you. And then he invites you, as he does so, to practice this yourself. Now, it's one thing to think about it, but you know what? Thinking about something never actually makes you do something. Have you noticed that? You can think about things all day long, and you don't do them. You know what does work? Doing it, and then you start to actually think it afterwards. So every single day, there's an opportunity to love. There's an opportunity to love those who are near you and those who are far away from you. There's an opportunity to love those that you like, and you know what? There are a lot of opportunities to love those people you don't like at all. And Jesus shows us the true depth of love that we wash and welcome. We feed and nourish, we care and we love, and we walk that extra step with all that we meet. And by that, we will be known as Jesus' disciples in all the world. Amen.